I'm Nikki de Guzman. Here are the latest COVID-19 pandemic updates making headlines in the Philippines and across the globe. We have the latest COVID-19 numbers, 37,514. That's the total number of COVID-19 infections in the Philippines after more than 1,000 new cases were recorded today. 858 are fresh cases, while 222 are cases detected more than three days ago. Region 7 accounts for 468 of the total new cases. Metro Manila lodged 203 new patients, 11 new deaths, and more than 270 recoveries were also reported. The numbers come as presidential spokesperson Harry Roque earlier congratulated the country for, quote, beating the projections made by University of the Philippines researchers that the number of coronavirus cases in the Philippines will reach 40,000 by end of June. Cebu City will remain under the highest level of community quarantine after June 30th, if Environment Secretary Roy Simatu has his way. Simatu was tasked by President Duterte to oversee the COVID-19 response in the city. He says strict quarantine measures need to stay in place since cases continue to rise there. Simatu also revealed that 30 out of every 100 people tested for COVID-19 in the city turned out positive with the disease. Well, we have to maintain itong ano pa rin natin, itong quarantine level here. Uh, my recommendations that uh, uh, kailangan uh, to stop, eh, kung sa per se dito, stop the bleeding eh. Because it's bleeding now, uh, tumatas ang tumatas ang cases. Recommendation is improve the facilities as what we have done in Metro Manila. Okay. Uh, okay. Location o yung ano, mga mga additional uh, rooms for a hospital, additional uh, quarantine uh, stations, at saka yung katulad yung ginawa natin sa mga collisions yan, stage, ano natin, na kinumbert natin, ay gagawin rin namin, to be fair with the people of Cebu, they've been uh, helping us naman. Simatu also says he is talking with the business sector to provide incentives to medical frontliners working in private hospitals who are not receiving government benefits. This as private hospitals are facing staffing problems due to the recent spike of COVID-19 cases in Cebu City. The spokesperson of the Health Department in Central Visayas clarifies medical practitioners under the Doctors to the Barrios program can refuse the invitation to be redeployed to the region. Dr. Medijin Loreche adds the reassignment will only be temporary. Hindi naman sila ipupull out if, for example, kulang po doon sa lugar na yon at wala naman po silang kahalili. Initially, the decision was for them to have 14 days um, duty and then 14 days quarantine, and then they will be brought back to where they are um, assigned in the, in the areas where they are occupying right now. If the invitation is given out to them and they would rather turn down the invitation, then we would respect that because at the end of the day, they will still be serving patients. Loreche says the health department has already filled eight of the 15 medical doctors that were requested by two private hospitals in the region. She adds the, health, the local health system rather can still handle the rise in the number of COVID-19 infection there. Ang ating mga private hospitals na tumutulong naman po, they have already increased by 30% their, their beds no, that are allocated for COVID patients. So basically po, kung titingnan po natin, we do still have ample, um, we still have enough no, reserved areas for our COVID patients should the numbers continue to rise. Ramihan po ng ating mga additions sa mild cases. Eh. Kung po pwede po na 
doon lang po sa mga pamamahay nila, especially if they have the capability naman to be isolated, o kaya naman po napapayag sila doon sa ating mga isolation centers. Central Visayas reported 257 new cases Monday, raising the total to 8,484. Malacanang denies having a so-called militaristic approach in dealing with the COVID-19 crisis in the country. Presidential spokesman Hadi Roque called these accusations fake news by what he calls armchair analysts. Roque says the interagency task force has included economic managers in its meetings and has prioritized the balancing of health and the Philippine economy in its decision-making process. He adds one of the strategies that will be executed to revive the economy will be to promote and strengthen consumer demand. Paano po mangyayari ito? Well, unang-una po, ang unang strategia po natin ay i-revisit po talaga natin yung mga strategia sa paglaban sa COVID-19 to ensure yung balance between health and economics, health at saka yung ating ekonomiya. Um, Palalakasin po natin ang kumpiyansa ng mga mamamayan na magbalik trabaho at palakasin ang consumer demand. He adds the IATF will also expand the government's targeted testing to include far-flung areas. Hundreds of UV Express drivers in Marikina City are calling on the government to allow them to operate. ABS-CBN correspondent Adrian Ayalin with the details. 800 UV Express drivers in Marikina City who all underwent rapid testing for COVID-19 are urging the Land Transportation Franchising and Regulatory Board to allow them to operate again. The drivers lamented that no UV Express drivers in Marikina were included in the approved routes, which is possibly because of the availability of modern jeepneys in the city. But the drivers stressed that modern jeepneys cannot accommodate all commuters in Marikina who are going to other towns and cities for work. The drivers noted that they would get text messages from their passengers who already trust their driving skills following up on when will they resume operations. Marikina City Mayor Marcy Teodoro said the city government shoulders the cost for the rapid testing of the UV drivers not only for their safety but for the passengers as well. Teodoro said he is likewise appealing to the Department of Transportation and the Interagency Task Force on Emerging Infectious Diseases not only for drivers but for commuters in Marikina as well who are suffering from lack of public transportation. Yeah, we have this just in. The National Telecommunications Commission has served a second season desist order on media giant ABS-CBN, the parent firm of this news channel. Mike Navalio is on the line for details. Mike, what more can you tell us? Hi, Nikki. ABS-CBN Corporation confirms that it has received just this afternoon, just before 3 p.m. this afternoon, an alias cease and desist order against ABS-CBN and a cease and desist order against SkyDirect. Uh, this was confirmed to us by uh, the management of ABS-CBN. What is covered by this cease and desist order are the channels Cinemo, Gay, Teleradio, and KBO on, on TV+. Plus. This is a black box which offers digital television services in Metro Manila. Now, also covered by the CBO is Sky Cable Sky Direct, which provides direct satellite services to uh, homes in far-flung areas, uh, which, uh, according to the NTC, could no longer be carried out because the franchise of Sky Cable lapsed on May 4th, the same day that uh, the franchise of ABS-CBN Corporation lapsed. So that's why it issued this 
uh, cease and desist order this afternoon. We have yet to hear from ABS-CBN management what the uh, company's response will be to this new cease and desist order uh, issued by the National Telecommunications Commission. Although we note, Nikki, that the controversy, uh, as discussed yesterday in the House hearing, seem to center around the use of ABS-CBN of Channel 43 for its uh, for, for a block time arrangement. Uh, according to ABS-CBN, uh, Channel 43 is owned by Amkara Broadcasting Network, a dif different entity where ABS-CBN already has no shares already as of this time. Uh, but uh, according to some legislators, uh, it's still part or covered by the uh, NTCC's antisys order issued on May 5th. So we're waiting for word from ABS-CBN management as to its next course of action, Nikki. All right, as always, thanks for that report, Mike Navalio. And those were the latest. I'm Nikki de Guzman. For more updates, subscribe to the ANC YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter.